Welcome back, everybody. Been on a bit of a hiatus, I suppose. I'm here in my new flat. So Louie and I moved in January. It's now March. We've got a much, much bigger apartment. Um, we're in the attic of an old pub. It's a one bedroom. So we went from a studio, which is just one room, to a one bedroom. And it's been a bit of an adjustment, but we're enjoying living in the suburbs. We intended... Sorry, we intended to sort of apply for our the doozy. So this is the the big daddy of all the visas that I've had and applied for. And so today we're going to talk finally about the Australian partner visa because we've finally got our shit together and started our application process. So, I mean, I've done the working holiday visa in Australia, tourist visa, Louis had his youth mobility visa in England, I got my Irish citizenship, so we're used to long processes, and most recently, as you may have heard, the EEA too for Louis to stay in England. So now this visa is going to be permanent residence for me, hopefully, to live in Australia. Um, I can't actually get citizenship in Australia because... I have two citizenships already, so I would have to give one up in order to get that, but I can still live there and have all the rights as a permanent resident. So that's hopefully the path we're going down. We were trying to apply for it as soon as possible because the waiting time for this visa is about two years. They quoted me 14 to 20 months, but on average, I think online it said sometimes 26 months. So we really wanted to just get it going and get the time ticking away. So we were trying to apply before the end of the year last year, but there was too much going on with moving, changing jobs, that we just decided to wait until we were settled into this flat. And then it took us a couple extra weeks even after that. But it's done. 7,160 Australian dollars later. <laughs> we put that on Louis's credit card. So we actually discovered, I don't know if this is a commonly known fact, he had a $6,000 limit, but if you make a payment onto your credit card, so we paid over, he had a zero balance, and then we just paid an extra like $1,500, and then it like goes into the positives, so we were able to put $7,160 on it, which was cool. So that's all been done. It's been about a month since we submitted the application, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that, and then we're in the process now of uploading all the documents, and I think that's the part that trips people up the most, and I kind of wish I had been a bit more organized going into it, even though I had read so many blogs over like the last two years, really, telling me to keep every letter we write to each other, like always correspond like via letters or something time-stamped, so... Make sure you're in a relationship on Facebook, people like and comment on it, like all the stupid shit that you could avoid if you were just in a normal relationship. But I made sure like <laughs> we sent each other letters when we were apart and it would be good to like send emails and stuff. But we, we corresponded mostly via Facebook Messenger, which you can still go back and use as evidence. So we're applying for the offshore Australian partner visa. So that's visa 309. And you apply... And it gives, if, you, if it's granted, it's a two-year temporary visa. And then after two years, if you're still in a relationship, still wanting to live in Australia, then you apply for the second visa, which is the permanent residence. 
in certain cases, I think they skip the temporary one. Like if you have been married for like a decade or if you have kids or something. But I don't think that we'd be qualified for that. So the first step is an online application. It's called 47SP and that was for me to fill out and it basically goes through every single detail of our relationship. The exact date that we met for the first time, the exact date that we were considered in a, in a relationship like exclusive to other people, the date we moved in together, if you're married, the date of your marriage, which should be easy to remember, hopefully. <laughs> um, I had to know all the details of his siblings and his parents and my siblings and my parents put all those in. Uh, you have to put in every address that you've lived in, where you live now. And then the part that took me the longest, it actually took me three days, is you have to put in the exact dates of every country you've been to for the last 10 years. It's kind of unclear to me whether or not you put like when you go home between them. So there's a top section that says like countries that you've lived in for 12 months or more. So for me, that was England, the United States and Australia. And then in the bottom part, it's like places you've been for less than 12 months. So I skipped England, Australia, and the US in that part. Not sure if that was right. I'll let you know. <laughs> but I had to go through Facebook records, emails, messages, just get creative with how I figured it out. But I had to like really, really get deep into when the heck I was going different places because there was three years of my life when I was just traveling around Europe, going to Prague for a day going to Paris for a day and at the time you're like oh it's just so whimsical and I'm just so free and now I'm like what the fuck man why did you go to so many countries in such a short period of time <laughs> so yeah that was quite annoying to go through and figure out but I figured it out in the end and I think it's all correct so I submitted that and even since I submitted that I've been to Paris so I need to update it I think and I also had all of that information in a separate like um, Excel spreadsheet that I've been filling out over the years. So I had like a general idea, but I hadn't put the exact dates. I just put the months and this requires the exact dates. And then there's a section where you have to write different paragraphs describing um, aspects of your relationship. So the history and how you met is one of them, which basically you only have like 2000 characters. So you have to make it sort of concise, but you have to go through the history of your relationship, how it developed, blah, blah, blah. And then there's four other pillars, they call them, which is shared financial responsibilities, the nature of the household, social activities, and future commitment. So those are the main categories that you're going to be finding, like providing evidence for. Shared financial responsibilities. When you go into the application, like upload page. So once you fill out the initial application, you pay. And then it takes you to this other screen where you can attach documents like as evidence and you get a hundred documents or a hundred attachments maximum. And then they're, they're divided into a bunch of different categories. I've uploaded 57 so far and I'm trying to keep it kind of low just in case they ask me for more information that I have to upload like throughout the process, but they're limited to five MB megabytes. Maybe that's what it stands for per one. So that's like, two or three PDFs attached to each other. Some of them were too big, so I had to separate them. But yeah, so there's categories like, so we'll start with financial, financial aspects of the relationship. So you can provide evidence here. So you have to write a paragraph describing the way that you, your relationship works financially, like how 
you pay for things for each other like if you're financially dependent on each other which ideally you are so it took us a long time to set up a joint bank account because Louis was on a temporary visa so they wouldn't let him open one at my bank so for a while we were just using my personal savings account as our joint account but finally when he got his EEA visa we were able to open a joint savings account so that was like it's probably one of the key things that you need because then obviously it's your shared money if it's a joint account so I've uploaded statements there but there's different options for document types you can do financial statements asset ownership documentation household bills and expenses legal documentation liability documentation property ownership documentation most of those didn't apply to us so i just have a few household bills and expenses and financial statements and i've printed out our financial statements and sort of itemized them so even for ones that were just my credit card i printed out the statement and like highlighted some stuff that was like me buying groceries for both of us or me buying i I paid for louis wset wine course with that card um so i just highlighted those so it's like buying things for each other and then I itemized our joint account, like what what's going to what bill, what's going to rent, etc. I also put a screenshot from our wedding fund website because that shows that we were raising money together to pay for this actual visa. <laughs> so, and I keep uploading documents as they come. So we got a council tax bill the other day addressed to both of us, which is ideal to have like all of your bills in both of your names, but only a few of ours are. So I uploaded those to the financial aspects. It's kind of hard to prove. Like, I didn't really know what to write. I was like, yeah, we pay for stuff together. We pay rent. Like, we we wrote down, like, what our budget is. And I don't know. I guess if you just make it. I don't know. (laughs) So the next one is nature of the couple's household. And this is like, you had to write how you divide up housework, which is weird to me I guess it probably is different if you have kids or something but like you literally have to write oh I do the washing Louis does the cooking I pay the bills I do this and he does that and I do the vacuuming and (laughs) it's just weird and then for documents that you have to upload to prove that you have options of lease agreement letter and statement from the landlord mortgage document statutory declaration Tax document, telephone bill, utilities account, joint mail, record of joint responsibility of children, statement regarding housework responsibilities, and utilities notice. So I've just uploaded mail that's addressed to both of us. I took some scans of a few different letters. Correspondence um, to me for our, our utilities account for our old flat, and then two of our new utility bills from this current flat. And I'll probably upload a statement just describing who cleans and stuff. Because you can upload another statement there. But since we've already written statements, I don't think that's necessary. A big one for us is this section called Contact While Apart. Because we were apart for six months of our relationship. And they are going to look at that and be like, that's really suspect. Suspect. So I have screenshots from a Facebook conversation a statutory declaration where we both signed it. So we just printed out a letter describing that we communicated when we were apart. And this is why we were apart for that amount of time because I was waiting on my Irish passport and I couldn't legally live in England. Then I have scans of letters that I wrote to Louis while we were apart. And then travel tickets. So a a PDF of my travel document when I went to visit him. 
So that is that. Nature of the couple's commitment to each other is one of the other four pillars. And this one is a bit confusing to me because the only things you can upload are a legal will, a declaration, superannuation document, record of contact well apart, which is a whole other section anyway, so I just ignored that, and statement regarding future plans. So we just wrote up a statement regarding our future plans. I'm not really sure what else we can do. We might just like draw up a legal will because they're, I mean, you can do them online now. So that's that. And the last one is social activities. So they basically want to see that you guys have friends in common and you do social activities together. So this evidence is called social aspects of the relationship. And there's a few different options. It's photograph, statutory declaration, travel tickets, cultural, community, religious, or sporting membership documentation, declaration of relationship with government authorities, invitations, joint record of joint friends and social networks, record of social activities and events, and travel itinerary joint. So I did record of joint friends and social networks. We had this company we used to work for together, Stoke Travel, uploaded a photo of both of us. So I included that photo, like a screenshot from their Facebook account. Record of social events and activities. I I uploaded a photo, a screenshot again from Facebook of the bar that I used to work in, uploading a photo from our wedding because they're a commercial institution. And then we have four different instances of travel tickets when we were going on trips together. And then a photo of a social activity we were doing together. I don't actually remember what that is. (laughs) Oh, that's from my cousin's wedding. So it's a photo of us both at my cousin's wedding because that's like a social activity we've done together. And then you can do another like typed up explanation of like what the photos are and why you've included them in this section. But I mean, this is where you just like, if you get invited to a wedding together or something, you could upload um, your invitation to that. I think that's probably easy because you would have friends in common. I'm, I'm not really sure what else to upload there. So I'll probably still work on that for a few more days, but I feel like that's sufficient evidence in my opinion, but who knows? It's better to be thorough. I sort of wish that I had not rushed into uploading these documents because I uploaded a lot of them like basically in a panic that they were going to immediately start looking at our application when in reality I think it takes a few months before anyone even picks it up but it would be better to like have these screenshots I think and put them into a word document and then do a little caption below them like explaining the photo in the document itself so you don't you're not uploading because I uploaded four different separate documents here of travel tickets when I could have just uploaded one document and then I would have saved myself because then I could upload more evidence because now I've got 57 attachments and it's just over half of the maximum amount but it's it's already putting me a bit on edge (laughs) because I want to like do it right it's an expensive thing to fuck up so I had my health exam you have to get a health exam by a approved sort of doctor and it was like 300 something pounds and I kind of regret doing it already too because it's only valid for 12 months and a lot of people have said just wait until your case officer sort of requests that you get your medical done because I I had it done the next day. It's like a quick turnaround. But I'm hoping that it doesn't take a full 12 months to get all this. Um, We're waiting now for them to request for us to get police records. So you're going to need police records from any country you've lived in for 12 months or more. 
So for me, that's the United States, Australia, and England, and then Louis will have to do Australia and England, which I think are fairly easy, but the US one, I have to go get fingerprinted and all kinds of crazy shit. So that's gonna be annoying and expensive, but that's the US, isn't it? There's a few other sort of categories you can upload stuff into, like you have to upload, for us, the marriage certificate. So there's a section called marriage evidence of, so we did our marriage certificate, our marriage registration document, and our, no, like a screenshot, not a screenshot, um, a scan of our wedding invitation. There's citizenship evidence of, so I just uploaded two scans, one of my Irish passport, one of my US passport. Then there's birth or age evidence of, I did my birth certificate and my US passport. Couple are living together evidence of, we've got our lease agreements and mail addressed to both of us. And then there's a thing called Form 80, which is more or less the same thing as you initially had to fill out, but it's like a paper version. So you have to put in every house you've lived in for the last 10 years, every country you've been to, where you went to school, where you work now. That was just time consuming, but it wasn't hard. And then just sign it and upload it. Travel document, I've got my passport again. A lot of the stuff that you're uploading, you're uploading into multiple sections, which is annoying because it's just, it seems to be a waste to me of like your available uploads, but whatever, like passport, there's no getting around putting that into different sections. You have to get passport photos done. So I had Australian passport like size photos done. Really terrible photo of me. So I hope that doesn't appear anywhere. (laughs) There's um, evidence of your residential address. So we've got our lease agreement again and a few utilities account and my bank statement. And then we got to get Form 888. So these are declarations by Australian citizens who know both of you. So we've got two of our friends and then Louis' mom did one as well. So this is just asking them how long they've known you and if they think that your relationship is real. So they just fill it out and then have it witnessed by a registrar or I don't know what they call, call them internationally. But it's basically someone who stamps it, a notary, I think we call it at home, and says that like, yep, this person's a real person. They've actually written this in front of me. And then you they you need a p- copy of their passport. And that's pretty much it for that. There's a section for Louis to upload documents as well, but his is shorter. So he's got Form 40SP, which is the sponsor application, evidence of Australian permanent residence, which would be his passport, evidence of citizenship, again, his passport, evidence of identity, his passport, birth or age evidence of so we've got his birth certificate his address so we've just done like bills that are to this address and then that's pretty much it there's character evidence of but i think these are all sort of optional documents here so that is the overview really of that process it's taken us quite a few weeks and a bit of stress to fill everything out but i think we're almost done we'll just keep like updating the documents as we get more And I hope it's just not that long of a process, but (laughs) I think it's going to be like at least a year before we have any sort of result from here. And it could even be two years, but we're ready for it. Everyone was sort of like, you're already like applying for an Australian pass or um, Australian visa because Louis just got his UK right to reside and... I was like, oh yeah, like we're applying, but it's going to be years before anything happens with it. So hopefully we can save a bit of money again because we're feeling a bit rich there. And then we paid for it and we were like, oh yeah, that's right. We were saving all of our money (laughs) for this visa. So I really, really hope everything goes fine because it's such an expensive process. Like the visa itself, seven grand 
think with all the other things that we have to do, the police reports and the health exam and all that, I think it's going to be close to 10 grand by the end of it. So fingers crossed that I'll end up down under at some point. Louie's mom really wants us to come live there. So that's the plan. I'll keep you guys updated. That's all for now. Mm-hmm.